gonna work with this. Good evening, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Pastor Toby Chalk Knox on the Water Boy. Stick around. We're gonna talk mortgages with Brandon Allen. Coming We're gonna up talk a lot segment. more than mortgages. A lot more mortgages yeah. because you know it's not the Fed's fault. Yeah. That's well, what he said. It's your fault. Well, he triggered yeah. me earlier. We're gonna get. <laughs> I to heard that. him. He said it was your fault, Gabe. Yeah. I'm, cheers, everybody. What, this what is are we cheers Psalm to? Wednesday. Cheers to the king. All right. Beer right. Psalms Wednesday. Beer okay, Psalms Wednesday. This is All right. my black coffee beer right here. What, what, that's not mm. a toast. Can you toast it's with coffee? coffee? I don't know. Mm. This, uh, this, this plug is brought to you. This plug is brought to you. This show is brought to you by the Reformed Sage. <laughs> this is a reminder. Oh, that that's good beer. I, I got this Father's Day right. is Sunday, June 19th. I know what you're thinking. I've still got time. Well, knock it off. <laughs> we all know that if you keep putting off getting your father a gift... You'll end up making a run to the local drugstore or dollar store to grab a last-second piece of crap. <laughs> it's true. Who, who writes these things? I like it. Whoever this is, he's doing great. Not this time. No. This year, get your father a gift that says, I'm thankful for the patriarch of our family. Amen. Take that, Pride Month. Yes. <laughs> this, That's funny. This 24-ounce stein from the Reformed Sage is the perfect gift. How come they didn't send us all one of those? I just sent one. Because I, I guess I'm the best father of the group. Oh, Man. Oh. oh, what's up oh. now? Okay. All right. It's laser engraved, dishwasher safe, and if you use discount code FLF22, you'll get 15% off your purchase. Visit reformedsage.com and you'll find this stein. Towards the top of the page. Again, that's reformedsage.com. Discount code FLF22. Mm, Janet Yellen. Did I say that right? You did. I was, you did. I was Yellen. concerned because I'm, Gabe says words earlier, and I don't know I if know. I'm seeing them like I him know. or not. I hear you. Janet Yellen, she said Tuesday, the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, I just said that again, she confessed that she was. You have, no, you don't have a problem. She can. You can. Wrong. Wrong. She was, say it again. She was wrong about inflation when she said in 2021 that it was only, quote, a small risk. Janet Yellen told Wolf Blitzer that her prediction was incorrect due to unpredictable shocks to the market that she didn't actually fully understand. Now, who's this Yellen lady? I want to play for you what you said about inflation last year. Listen to this. Is there a risk of inflation? Um, I, I think there's a small risk, and I think it's small manageable. Risk. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. Was it a mistake, Madam Secretary, to downplay this inflation risk? Did that contribute to the problems we're all seeing right now? Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then Ooh, about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food prices and um, supply bottlenecks that have affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time didn't fully understand you know, I'm glad that she was able to confess that she was wrong. After handling um, her after handing in her resignation, she was replaced. What she handed in a resignation? That's what you do when you're wrong. Yeah. No, no, she, no, no, no. She just didn't fully understand. Oh, but she she didn't hand in her resignation. No, she didn't. She, she's she still did. secretary. She did. Toby's like, ah. Oh, I don't care. 
Well, <laughs> well, Wolf Blitzer, who seems to have a very, very forgiving heart, doesn't seem to hesitate to ask her even more advice on inflation. Is it going to get worse in the short term? Well, um, you know, core inflation has come down. Uh, it's still too high, but in recent reports, we've seen it move down, and that's an encouraging sign. But um, oil prices are high. Russia continues to wage war against Ukraine. Um, we're trying, what does and the Europeans to- are trying to... Um, address that and limit his ability to wage this war. Um, There can be impacts on energy and food prices that, um, you know, we can do everything we can domestically to control. The president has um, authorized historic releases um, of oil from the strategic petroleum blah, 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 reserve. Blah, 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 blah. We can't rule out yep. further shocks. Thank you. Is she there, is so boring to listen is to. Is there a red dot? How do you get into this? <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's like uh, kind of like standing there, like reading it monotone. And I feel like there's a red dot. Like, is she like is she, watching her? Uh, yeah. Now, here's a, a couple things here. One is um, there, the uh, Biden administration, I want to say Obama Biden administration, um, <laughs> they want to find any way to deflect on the real source of the problem of inflation. Yeah, that's and right. to be fair, if the Republicans in office, they'd be doing the same thing. Right. Because as we pointed out before, both the Republicans and the Democrats are currently responsible for our current inflationary yeah. problems. Yes. Okay, remember in, in 2021, um, I can't believe it's already 2022, but in 2021, they passed two stimulus packages under the Republican that's true. Um, administration. That's true. And then in 2022, they passed one stimulus package under the Biden administration. So you had three stimulus packages, all adding up to about $5 trillion worth of stimulus money. So why would Coming sti- off a shutdown where they told everybody not to That's work. That's right. That's where the inflation's centrally coming from. So this it's is- not coming from the Russia-Ukraine stuff because inflation yeah. was already spiking even before the Russia-Ukrainian war. Is that a really but, a war? That but, was a, well, we're not at war <laughs> with Russia. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to act like we are so we yeah. can blame it well, on Well, we them. keep giving them money like but, we're at war. But, uh, Wolf Blitzer, I can't understand why he would ask her again and, you know, you were wrong about it here. Yeah, Could, what, he's going to change? He's like, <laughs> and then he's going to trust her answer here? Right. No, you need to say, I got it so bad. Everybody was depending on you to make a, a decision that would be wise and prudent, and you made the wrong decision. And so you need to say, you know what? I need to step back because I don't have the vision to see. And, and it was a and massive. That's I mean the miss. This is this is not a simple right. you know uh, or a, uh, a challenge to figure out. This is easy to see. But this is a problem. We need to look at our leaders and we need to say, wait a second, our leaders are acting just like us. We are blind people yeah. who have blind leaders, and they're leading us down blind paths. Yeah, that's right. And part of part of a, part of what this is. Is, is that we ourselves have modeled in our homes in the real economy, right? The economy is a home that m- is doing business or having a relationship with other homes. Yep. That's ultimately what the yep. economy is. Mm-hmm. We have modeled a certain type of um, irresponsibility in our own budgets. Sure. Wait, so, wait, so you need to explain that. Why, 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 I mean, isn't this the federal government's fault? Yeah, so I mean, isn't this Biden? This is the Republicrats. Economy doesn't fault. mean exactly right. The Republicrats did yeah. this to us. Economy doesn't mean federal government. What, is, what, is it, what does it economy mean? Economy means house law, okay. right? That's what it means, and it's, it's basically everything that generates. In an economy, it generates from neighbor loving neighbor with certain goods and services that right. they make trades off of. Okay. The government doesn't have anything in that. 
They are not making a material that is good for another person to purchase. Right. That is our jobs as families right. and as homemakers. But are what they do what they're doing though is affecting us. That's the that's the problem. They are in they have inserted themselves into right. the part right. of the cell that they shouldn't be in. Not just the cell, but how the market is regulated. She goes on to say, you know, if we can control the pricing of things so that things are more expensive for the for folks at home, like Medicaid yeah. and Medicare and the the goods of service like electricity, yeah. they don't control right. when the government starts to control those things they are not having a one-to-one so parallel so i make a good and i'm saying yeah. i want five hundred thousand dollars for this pen right. and what you tell me is go fly a kite yeah right I'll so make then, my own. so then i go back and say i need to make a pen that pastor toby would right. purchase either with my services going down or right. the products is uh, of a value that you can say hey i'll pay 30 cents yeah. for that so you're saying like the government's like an mrna vaccine <laughs> I think so. Flesh, flesh that out for us, Toby. Yeah. It's messing with the way our body's That's supposed a, to work. Absolutely, yes. There's, there's a natural mechanism of immunity yeah. or whatever in, right. in the body, yeah. and you're and you're starting to mess with the way your body naturally functions. The government inserting itself into economics, yes, is messing with what God has designed the to work order. naturally yeah. right. between right. households, families, businesses, and a free. Market and I think that go ahead, Gam. Sorry, I was just gonna say. So if uh, I agree with what you're saying about the the, the federal government getting into this, uh, it seems to me the the place where we would have no problem the federal government be involved in the economy would be if a crime is committed. Right. Well, that's their if a contract's broken. Sure. Right. Which means um, they need to arrest themselves. But 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 this is but but you've done though is gotten back to the very basics of how the world is supposed to work and operate and yeah. flow. This is you know part of what a son of Issachar is. We we need to go back and rediscover that son of Issachar knows who they are. They know the story they're in, and they know the word of God, uh -huh. so that they know how to act in the moment. Yeah, and we've right. and we've completely forgotten the very foundations and basics of how the world works and operates. So you want to go back to the and basics. so you know every time I think about this, I always think about. Vince Lombardi. Oh, like yeah. he is the one, you know, he was uh had go, go Packers. Okay. I'm, oh man. I'm a Viking dude. We don't yeah. do that. But I'm, a, I, but I'm an America's team guy. But so. I respect Vince Lombardi. You know, when he would have a training camp, where's that text at? He would say he would oh, that's the we didn't get to the inflation thing. But go ahead, go to the next one. That's it. That's it. There we go. Okay, I'm a little slow reading. Forgive me. But he would have a training camp, and he took nothing for granted. He began a tradition of starting from scratch, assuming that the players were blank slates who carried over nothing and no knowledge from the year before. He began with the most elementary statement of all. He said, gentlemen, holding a pinskin in his hand, he said, this is a football. Wait, wait. So what does that have to do with the economy? We have to go back for us and say, ladies and gentlemen, this is a man. <laughs> Yeah. This is a woman. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They come together. Right. Make children. This is a family. This is a family. This is an economy. This is economy. Yeah. Right. They produce goods and services. Right. And Not from the government. that right. flows. And yeah. you know what? Here's something else. This is their God. Right. This is right. who they serve. Right. And this is the standard in right. which they love each other right. through this economy. Right. Right. And so the government then comes in and says, This is our God too. Right. And says, so we enforce the contracts between each other. Others economy. That's really good. That's really, really good. I, I um I almost called you Dave. That's fine. Like like Jason. Say does. Jason does. Yeah. yeah. Hey Dave. Um. No, but the, I think the, it's really great because I think the temptation for a lot of people is just to blame. Right. Blame other people. It's other it's other people's faults. Mm. It's it's. I mean, everybody's blaming. Yeah. Conservatives and and liberals. Yeah. It's the Russian Ukraine war. No, yeah. it's it's the government. It's the feds. It's the, it's the Congress. It's Biden's fault. It's Yellen's fault. Yeah. 
And um, but and you, no one's taking responsibility. No one's taking responsibility. In yeah, and it's striking as we were as we were thinking about this. I I, I was reminded of Deuteronomy twenty eight. At the mm. end of Deuteronomy twenty eight, you have this list of of blessings and curses that's been set before Israel. And after listing all the curses, the way and it's basically a massive economic collapse that's is being described of the as these curses. <laughs> yeah. you'll plant vineyards and dress them, but you shall not drink of the wine. You will not gather the grapes. Worms will eat them. Right, mm. that's that's de- you know, mm. financial um, devastation. You shall have olive trees throughout all your coasts, and you shall not anoint yourself with that oil. Your olive shall cast off its fruit. You will beget sons and daughters. You shall not enjoy them. They shall go into captivity. Mm. All your trees, the fruit of your land, shall the locust consume. And list all these curses. And then at the end, it says, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and with mm. gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I think of, of, you know, if anybody lives in an abundance, it's us. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, how, I mean, how many cars you got? Come on. You got, you got heat on, you got air conditioning, you got running water, you got a job, you got all these things. And, and, the, and the key thing is gratitude. Yep. Gratitude yep. that God made you a man. That's that right. God made you a woman. That God made you, put you together in the covenant of marriage. That God gave you kids. That God gives you an economy. Mm-hmm. God That's gives right. you energy and That's health. It. And all these good gifts. Mm. It reminds me also of Psalm 127. You know, Psalm 127 is that, that psalm where the, uh, you know, you, you've got, unless the Lord builds the house, mm. they labor in vain. Yes. They build it. Unless the, the Lord keeps the city, the yeah. watchman stays awake in vain. And then he goes on to say, you know, that you're, you're blessed. Um, by your your wife and your kids, and your yeah. kids will stand with you in the gates. Yeah. Um, the Bible itself sees family and city, yeah. house, all tied together. That's right. You want to have a safe city? Serve the Lord. You want to have a, sa- a productive house? Serve That's the right. Lord with joy. Raise your kids. They're arrows. That's right. All right, Brandon Allen's going to join the conversation. Him and Gabe are going to have a fight, so you don't want to miss this coming up next. Oh, boy. <laughs> Cross Politics. You got your beer? We got the psalm. More Cross Politics. Next. Home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, and stories are told. We are Chris Natalie Carpenter, owners of Story Real Estate, and our team of top agents helps people find homes in Moscow, Idaho, and around the country. Have you thought about a move? Contact us to get connected with a top agent who shares your values and puts your family first or reach out to us about our Moscow Relocation Guide. Wherever you're looking to go, we can help you find home. Call us at Story Real Estate or visit us at storyrealestate.com and start building your legacy. A republic is about the rule of law, not men. Armored Republic is devoted to seeing the God-given rights of free men preserved against mob chaos, criminal evil, and the jackboot of tyranny. Every purchase of body armor is another free man equipped to resist tyranny, another brother in arms, another hardened household ready to face down the wolves. Body armor is a tool of liberty, and every tool is for the purpose of working or keeping, creating or guarding, building or fighting. Join the Armored Republic. Build. Fight. Beer and Psalms, Wednesday. There we go. Cheers Cheers to the king. Cheers Uh, to the king. It sure would be nice to have an empty glass. Oh yeah! Oh, did, oh well. Use the water. You didn't ask for it. Oh, oh well. Drink it really quick. I guess and then I'll pour just the beer have, in there. I'll just have water. This is so. This is Psalm 127. Yeah, got a little pep in that step. I like oh, it. Man. That's good. 
Home, it's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, stories are told, and you sing psalms and drink beer. That's right. Build economies. I, I just man. add that. That's home right. is where you prepare to go out into the world. Finding the home that's perfect for your family is a big job. Story Real Estate is Moscow's top real estate team. They give people real estate advice all over the country. Family homes, investments, land, new construction, or commercial. They know real estate. Remember we had Chris and Natalie Yeah, on we did. Room. We had them on the show. Check out the show if you missed a it. A family-owned business. Yeah, do it. In economics. Economy? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. If you've thought about a move to Moscow or anywhere in the country, reach out and get connected with Story Real Estate. Wherever you're going, they can help guide you home. I see how they did that. Yeah. Visit storyrealestate.com. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. That's right. Hey, we're really grateful to have with us Mr. Brandon Allen. Speaking he's, of real estate. Yeah, he's senior, senior. Yeah, senior. Mortgage loan officer with Synergy One Lending, providing residential mortgages in both Idaho and Washington State. Is that like an elder in the Mormon church, you know, elder? I got senior when I lost my hair. Did you? Uh, <laughs> okay. Is that what happened? Brandon and his wife. Because he looked young. <laughs> his wife and two daughters are grateful to call the Palouse their home. They're heavily involved in our local Moscow community. Brandon, thanks for coming on Cross hey, Politics. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. So how long have you been in this particular industry, and why do mortgages matter? Man, so, okay, 10 years in finance, four years in uh, residential mortgages specifically. Okay. Mortgages matter because uh, they're really one of the building blocks of the U.S. economy. You know, during the first segment of the show, we were talking a little bit about inflation and economics and what's right. going on in the, in the industry, and mortgages play a huge role in that. Wait, mm. borrowing money is a building block? Debt is one of the biggest building blocks of our U.S.-based economy. That's Why? Right. Because it's securitized. It's like a loaf of bread. It, a loaf of bread goes on the shelf and then it gets purchased in the same way that a mortgage does. Mm -hmm. So mortgage gets created. Debt, the promise to repay, is valuable. Mm -hmm. That gets sold to the general public. It gets put into a form of a bond. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a, just an investment mechanism, the same way that stocks are. Well, so why, why instead of um, borrowing the money, yeah. you just have the $400,000 and pay it yourself? Raise your hand if you bought your house with cash. I'm not, I'm not, that's not my question. It's not on my you, level. You Come answer, on. Come on. you answer my question. Well, I mean, I, historically we've had to, we've had to borrow money to yeah. buy homes. Mm -hmm. And especially in, in, in the 80s when the mortgage-backed security or the mortgage bond was created, mm -hmm. it was really a way to stimulate the economy out of a massive recession, mm -hmm. right? We were dealing with massive, massive inflation and putting people into debt in order to buy homes and stimulate the economy through the goods and services that it takes to build a home and all the industries that it touches was one of the biggest building blocks of our economy now. So uh, maybe uh, clarify this for me. There, there's bad debt and there's good debt. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is which? There is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of mixed opinions on this. I would say that good debt is anything that you're purchasing that's an asset. Now, others mm. would say that bad debt is anything that you're purchasing with debt that doesn't cash flow back to you. So there's a different, you know, there's just a okay. different train of thought there. So debt with asset, explain that. So if you're purchased, let's say you purchase a car, right? That car is a liability. There's two reasons for that. Yeah, it does provide you the ability to travel to and from and go to work and make more money. Mm -hmm. However, it's a depreciating asset. So the cars aren't going to be worth more five years from now than what they were when you bought it. This is a test. less, except exactly. for my K5 Blazer. Except for the Blazer. Come on. <laughs> yes, sir. Come on now. Come on now. That's Don't right. encourage him, Brandon. <laughs> That's right. Mm -hmm. so, so help me understand. It's gone up. So one of the things that I've seen right now, I think David Bonson talks about this, that if we don't work, we suffer. That's that's given. So we got to work right For now. Sure. So he's not so scared of inflation. He's more concerned about deflation in one sense. But if we don't work, we suffer. Also, the other thing is he says we need to deregulate things so that people mm. 
can get involved in the economy and find the the surprise part of the economy that creates uh, ingenuity. And but if it's regulated, nobody wants to get inside of it. Um, so, uh oh, did it, go ahead. Okay. So my question though is is there is there a with the the mortgage industry being so federally mm. regulated? Yeah. Is there any way for it to have free market enterprise that can change the setup and create lower interest rates? It, it's, uh, that's kind of a two different questions there, but I do, I'm a huge fan maybe of three or four. Maybe three or four. I was <laughs> counting. There's a whole segment there. I yeah. just threw them all in there to see if you like gumbo. On, on, and, and answer it in less than 10 words. There we go. <laughs> just go, Brandon. There is. Uh, the mortgage, the let's regulations go that govern, let's go, you said, <laughs> let's go, Brandon. Come on. The, uh, the regulations that govern mortgages right now are, are an actual blessing to the consumer. What? And what the regulations that govern mortgages right now are a blessing to the consumer. They are. They are. Okay, explain. Uh, greedy people led us into the largest recession that our, that our country has seen since the Great Depression. And you're talking right? 07, 08. 07, 08. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. Housing collapse, and then the recession hit. Yeah, right. Okay, the regulations that came out of that, I mean, that destroyed our economy. My family, personally, we lost our business, we lost our house, we moved into a, a trailer, it just changed everything. Wow. We all know people that were impacted yeah. by that. Wow. The regulations that are governing mortgages now create a transparent system for consumers to access debt in the largest amount of debt that they'll probably ever take on. So yes, I'm a huge fan of deregulation in a lot of ways. The mortgage industry right now is governed in a way that's building debt-based economy in a good way, in a way but, that protects us. But don't we let private banks adjust when they do something dumb instead of the government coming in? I mean, isn't that the better scenario? If something, uh, if, if the private market does something stupid and then it has to correct itself. Unless it's yeah. a crime of some sort. But here's the thing. Well, but then, then that's where the government comes in. But I don't right, think the government yeah. should come in and regulate. The government should be like, yeah, you're an idiot. And, you know, pay your eat, crime. Eat it. Eat it. There's no way. The, the banks spent themselves into oblivion in 2008, leading up to 2008, right. right? And it caused the government to have to print trillions of dollars to bail them they out. They didn't have to do that. But they chose to, and they will continue yeah. over and over again the same way that we did it in 2020 and 2021. Right, and and I think that's a bad recipe. Is that is that 100%. not, is, so obviously I can see some short-term helpfulness in, mm -hmm. in bailing the bailout type, like, sure. but is that long-term sustainable? It is not. And we saw it again, actually. We're dealing with it right, right. now with inflation. Right. So that's, that's, I guess maybe that's, I think what are, what are we, what specifically are we doing with inflation? We printed, okay, so the government in COVID <coughs> sent us into shutdown, sent us into a micro recession, yep. right? right? Yep. They decided to pull out their Band-Aid and right. print it, all that money. Every Five trillion. Month, Five yep. trillion dollars. Right. From 2020 to 2022. Okay. And then they said, oh, shoot. We printed too much money. Yeah. And now we're heading into another recession. Right now we're heading into another recession and yeah. they can't print their way out of this one. They're right, gonna right. have to let it run its course. Why? Yeah. Because they already they already took their band-aid out of the pocket. They already played their cards. Okay. The cards that they so, have. So um, if we're walking into another recession, you're a lot clearer than Yellen, by the way. Maybe you should run for. <laughs> I know, Secretary right? Facts. Right? Yeah, you ever real. thought about getting into politics? For real. <laughs> she was like, uh, uh, uh. Russia, yeah. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, you, Boogeyman. So, so we're headed into recession. Yeah. What do you tell Christians in this moment yeah. when we're heading into recession? Recession doesn't mean housing collapse. Okay. Right? We're severely shortage on housing right now. We still have the supply demand factors are still going to increase home values. So buying a home, buying real estate is still a really safe bet. And I don't say that because I'm in the industry. Some people shouldn't buy a house right now. Right. Flat out. You just shouldn't do it. Right. But buying a house right now is still a good play. And again, that's because you're, it's a real asset. 
um, it will retain its value That's over right. time. It, it can also potentially be productive and have a return. That's right. But I'd, I'd also even and even argue. Actually, Dave Bonson was arguing this um, today in his, his divided divided dividend cafe. Is what it was. What it was. Divided cafe. Divided cafe. You're welcome. I know, David. Yeah, yelling <laughs> Russia, Ukraine, whatever. Um, is is that? I mean, buying a house is absolutely an asset. But to our previous segment, it's where we grow our economy. It's where we grow That's our family right. and everything. And, and so, if I buy a house, you know, let's say for four hundred thousand dollars, and let's say it, it, let's say the market drops a little bit. Let's say it drops a lot. Let's say it goes down to three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't care because well, I'm investing in my family. I'm investing in mm. building this location. Mm. I'm investing it's in, more in, in like one it's, it's way it's more. Of course, investment of course I want it to go up, point, but it's not, Gabe. I'm not like getting losing money in that moment. <clears throat> now, if I went to sell the house, then I'd lose money for sure. Right, sure. But I'm building. That's you know? really good, Gabe, but I really don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Brandon. All right. So, all right. Brandon, let me ask you a question. We'll interview you sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. Sometimes schedule me <laughs> on the show. I'm okay. the fight. So then what is, what is, how long is this going to last? This recession and what is going to be the fallout of it? Yeah, great question. There's no there's no crystal ball to know when we're going to pull out of it. I think inflation's a huge issue, right? Cost of goods is going up exponentially. We saw the housing prices increase and that created affordability yeah. challenges. Now we're going to see it everywhere else. We're already feeling it in gas prices. We're seeing baby baby food shortages. Right. I mean, come yeah. on. Well, yeah. And I talked to my farmer friends in California and and like they they projected a lot of expenses to go up maybe 10%. Yeah. Some of their um, uh, herbicides, pesticides, some of their okay. uh, you know needed stuff is it's going up like it's going up like a thousand percent. Really? Oh yeah, it's it's unbelievable some of the pricing that's coming, and this is why I think um, Yellen and the Biden administration. Me and Knox, we talked about this earlier. This is why I think the Yellen and Biden administration is talking about inflation now. We've been we've been people have been complaining about it for months, and now Yellen just finally admits that she's wrong. No, because people are feeling it's it. It's because they know it's going to get right. a lot worse. So okay. so what do you so what do you do? What does a Christian do right now? You say buy a house would probably be a good yeah. thing, and do it before the interest rates probably go sky high. Absolutely. Well, yeah, we're starting to see some wavering in interest rates. They've been consistently going up for six months. In the last okay. ten days, start. I mean, as of today, right? We've seen a ten day decrease in interest rates. It's because the government, right. right? I mean, yeah. Thank you, government. <laughs> yeah. When it comes down to it, buy within your means. Yep. Make sure that if your employment is based upon an industry that wavers with the S&P and the Dow and the NASDAQ, as those mechanisms increase and decrease in value, I mean, if the, if the Dow goes down or the S&P goes down 30%, are you going to be laid off from your, from your job? Right. Maybe now's not the time to buy. Yeah, be, mm. be careful. Be, be careful. wise. Be wise. Yeah, yeah but then you got an interest rate that's 12%. <laughs> no, because interest rates go down in recessions. Mm. Interest rates go down. Can they afford to do that right now, though? But who's driving interest rates? That's a question we haven't talked about. Right. That's where I want to go. I've got a question. That's where I want to go. Who is driving interest rates? <laughs> the government. The consumer. The investors. How? Bonds. So bonds and stocks typically work inverse to each other. Stock market goes up. Bond market goes down. Bonds are just ownership pieces of debt. Right. Right. Mm. Investors, when the stock market goes down, they're going to put their money back into bonds as a longer term safe play. Right shorter, smaller rate of return, right. it's going to drive bond prices up. So if we think about that bread analogy, bread on the shelves, everybody's going out and buying bonds, which is what the government was doing for the last two years, mm -hmm. okay. drove bond prices sky high with funny money. Mm -hmm. That's okay. what drove interest rates down. Now that the government has basically pulled their hand, the Fed specifically has pulled their hand off of bonds okay. and started to put their bread back onto the shelves. They're starting to sell bonds. That's exactly right. They're starting to get the bonds out of their holdings. That's what's decreasing their balance sheet means. When you hear Janet Yellen talk about decreasing the balance sheet, okay. mm -hmm. it means, hey, we don't want to hold onto these mortgages. We right. want to put them back in the hands of the consumer. Okay. That's what's driving rates up because there's more supply. Sounds like the government's 
affecting mortgage rates. They are, <laughs> but I'm just saying. However, I'm just saying. there's but, no mechanism. But yes. you, okay, but you're saying so with that with with that supply going up, then um, do we have given all the rest of the the situ- the, the the context where yeah. we're in? You're, are you thinking there's a high likelihood that they're going to be purchased? Correct. The, the, and and that will drive the prices back down. Rates will go down. Price of bonds Pr- will go up. Prices will go up yep. because there's more demand for them. Exactly right. But that but that in turn will then cause interest rates to go down. That's exactly right. Yeah, 12 to 16 months from now, we'll see interest rates go back down. Maybe what, are they, what are they right now? Uh, low fives. Five. Yeah, okay. low to mid fives. Okay. And but you think which is which is incredibly low actually still, you know still pretty low. I wish everybody had that perspective. We we got used to we yeah. got we got down to three percent, which is incredible. Two point seven four yeah. or whatever was incredible. Well, five percent is incredibly. Well, low. I remember talking to my father in law. Yeah. I think they bought their first house with like twelve percent. Yeah, yeah I thought they were doing yeah. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> Brand, is there a website that people can go to? to check out your your company and what you guys do and maybe use your services? Yeah, absolutely. Go check us out on Instagram at A-Team Home Loans and uh, a link to our website's in there. A-Team? Uh, A-Team Home oh, Loans. Oh, A-Team. A-team. Like, okay. Mr. T, yeah. A-Team. <laughs> Hold All on. Right. All right. Oh, wow, man. Okay, we're going to stick around. We're going to do uh, yeah. backstage yeah. with, because I still don't think that this no, is- No, I got some more questions. We, I'm, I'm not worked out All here. Right. We aren't Beers, fellowship. Um, cheers Still. to the king. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> cheers to the king. Beers home. Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if if you have kids, go baptize them until tomorrow. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Well, Brandon's got a great haircut, too. Ooh, I love his come haircut. Come on, baby. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> this is where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday! (laughs) Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work. When tyrants take over, what's the first thing they do? Disarm. It happened in Russia, China, Germany, and most recently, Afghanistan. Why? Because disarmed people are easier to control. And over the last century and a half, American tyrants have been carrying out a slow, methodical disarmament that no one is talking about. State education. Tyrants know that education is warfare. Our rulers have a vested interest in making you totally harmless. They've got big plans and they don't want you getting in the way. Think about it. Would you rather fight an army decked out with high-powered rifles or a bunch of dinky water pistols? They know that if you can think critically, you're a threat. At New St. Andrews College, we want to graduate men and women who are dangerous. Dangerous to the world. Dangerous to the principalities and powers. Dangerous to spiritual wickedness in high places. Education can either arm you or disarm you. It can make you a threat or make you a useful idiot. So, where you get that education counts. Click the link to apply to New St. Andrews College today.